Any thoughts of uh, after watching the film of the Cincinnati game? What kind of stood out that you didn't mention after the game? Uh, not really. I mean, there, there's a lot of good things on on film on all three phases. Uh, um, just really happy with the team win. You know, it was it's a good environment, good day, and a, a great opponent. And, and I mean, I, I thought our guys controlled the game for the most part. You know, and uh, a slow start on on offense and defense. But I th- I, I've said it before, I think Cincinnati. We just get get used to what they were doing and. What they're they're trying to establish on offense and what they're trying to establish on defense, and once we figured it out, I thought we were able to just kind of roll and control the game. How hard is it to tell that your team is improving when you're not playing P5 competition, or is that something that even enters your mind when you're watching? Because coaches like to tell us mm-hmm. you want to improve every week. How, how do you determine that when your opponent maybe isn't as good as the one you played the previous week? Well, weeks? I mean, obviously, if you look at the first series, uh, Cincinnati made some great throws, and that that was nothing. Uh, regardless of whether it's Power Five or whoever it is, I think the focus has got to be on what we're doing and how we're, how efficient we're being as far as our, our assignments. Um, so we, we we can only judge our guys. We can't really judge much on on competition and the talent other than what we do as as a team. I mean, blocking a guy is is one thing. Missing him is another, right? And, and uh, but blocking a guy and having him um, beat us that's another one too. So being able to just evaluate it on on our alignment, our assignment, our technique, and then focus on the fundamentals of what we're supposed to execute. And that's, that's the most important part of what we're trying to evaluate. And, uh, and you never really use the um, the other team's talent or skill as, as a reason of why we didn't do it. I mean, that's, you, you so we, when we have penalties, uh, whether you hold a guy or, or chop block the guy, it doesn't really matter if he's a power five guy or all American or if he's a third stringer, you know, it just, you shouldn't have made that mistake. You know what I mean. So, just being able to control the stuff that we can control and, and try to win the matchups that we have. It's, it's been the key, and most of that's just focusing on what we do as a team. Being one game away from being bowl eligible, what? Uh, how do you view that accomplishment being bowl eligible in your first year? Yeah, we we have to we have to continue the the uh, the trend that was started here from Coach Mendenhall and his staff, and um, you know we're one game away, and we have an opportunity to get that that game this weekend, and that's. That's our goal is to win that sixth one. So, um, you know, and then we can start making plans for the bowl game. So that's that's the goal. But until then, we'll, we'll have to go and get it. How will your approach uh, change, if all, for playing an FCS game this week? Not not at all. I mean, um, I've, I've talked about it before, as respecting our opponents, and um, you know, looking at what Southern Utah did last year and having the the guys go on to the next level that they had last year and actually knowing the guy that was mostly responsible for that and having him on our staff is a huge benefit but uh, I've coached to that level before too and there's a lot of great players there and a lot of great coaches um, so yeah we're, we're planning on just doing our best and then playing and giving them our best shot I know we'll get theirs and uh, having that be the focus it, it, we, we rarely have just focused on where the conference what type of team or what conference they belong to and how many scholarships they have and stuff like that. That's not that's not what we focus on. We focus on what we're trying to do as a team, and uh, respecting the game. And, and part of that is respecting your opponents and preparing the right way. Coach Debra talked about implementing Tanner a little bit more into the offense. Have you talked about how that's going to be in the last next few weeks? Oh, we'll talk about it a little bit more. I mean, that, that um, Coach Detmer's job is to control the offense and, and uh, to, to coach it how he sees fit. You know, and, and um, We've, we've communicated a bunch of things um, 
before the season, during the season, and even now, and and uh, his decisions that he makes it will be something that I support. So we'll see we'll see what happens. In respect to Squally and uh, Austin Chesney, those guys were injured in the game. Do you expect mm-hmm. them to be able to play Saturday? Has there been any decision? Um, not McChesney. Uh, it's unfortunate he's going to require surgery. You know, but uh, he was man. He's, he's playing great, great football and got a pick. You know, and, and uh, it was an unfortunate injury that happened, but. Uh, he won't be back this year, and, and um, Squally will be. We'll be. We'll plan on having Squally back this weekend, and then there's some other guys that are just kind of still wait and see. Was Jamal 100? percent Do you feel like going into the game? I know he went out for the series. I thought so I thought he was close, you know, to 100. percent Then he had, he had a, a couple. I mean, you saw um, had a, a couple issues with that with that leg, and um, but we'll we'll work with it and see how he how he progresses. Obviously, he's not feeling as great as he should. On, on Monday, but maybe by the time we hit Thursday, Friday, uh, he's going to have to practice in order for us to play him, though, so um, we'll see how it goes. Since you coached at Southern Utah, does this game have any extra meaning for you at all? I mean, yeah, we, we, there's a connection there, you know, but um, we want to win the game, and, and, and it just happens to be against an opponent that we know people there, and, and I have a background. My oldest child was born in Cedar City, you know, and I coached uh, Elisa Tuyaki down there in Southern Utah, so um, there's a connection, and and, and uh, there's a lot of people on that team that we know, that I know personally, and so and coaches, and so this is just going it's going to be another game, but we just happen to know the people on the other side. And I've said it before, we, we uh, you know we'll be friends um, before, and we'll be friends afterwards. But uh, the game is about the young men on the field and, and uh, trying to do what they can to get their six, our sixth win. Uh, as, as a BYU football team. You coached Elisa mm-hmm. at SUU? Yep. How was he as a player? He was really good, good player, you know. I mean, I think he, he'll tell you he was better than what he really was. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did everything we asked. I mean, he played tailback, a little fullback, and then he started for us there, and he was a captain, you know, so um, a great leader. And uh, But I've known him since we he, since he were kids, you know, so... Um, being able to boss them around, I was doing that when we were, when we were little <laughs> kids anyway, so it kind of fit. <laughs> but he was great, and, and we loved our time down there at Cedar City, and we appreciate uh, you know having that in our football background. There are a lot of things that impact the effectiveness of a player, and you know, we talk about their training and weightlifting and mm-hmm. practice and all that, but things like, like getting enough sleep and, and nutrition, how, how closely can you monitor those things, or are they kind of on their own to make sure they take care of those aspects. Well, we, mo- we monitor uh, a lot of the things, but I think that, um, I don't know, we can't make every decision for every young man. You know, we, uh, we, we teach them what we, what we can and, and let them govern themselves, basically, but uh, we give them the guidance and, and the resources to be a great athlete here. And we're always going to work towards getting our guys in the best position to get what they can, and that has to do with nutrition and academics and um, you know, a weight room and all the stuff that we can that we can uh, provide for them. We're going to do, and as a head coach, my job is to make sure that their transition as a student athlete goes smoothly here, that they perform well on, in every aspect of their life, not just on the football field. The training table can change since you were here. Yeah, it did a little bit, and and um, I mean, how can you complain about free food? So, you know, <laughs> I gained tons of weight when I was here as a as a student athlete with the free food, so I took advantage of it, and I think uh, the, I think the guys here are the same. So uh, the nutrition's got, it's, it's always improved. We have great nutritionists. We have people that understand um, 
you know how to get our guys to perform at their at their top at the top level and uh, I thank the administration everyone and everyone involved that gives us that opportunity to, to use those resources better than MTC food MTC food is great too <laughs> you're talking to a guy that has basically been raised on free food so I'm good <laughs> <laughs> any other questions you already mentioned Austin a little bit. Uh, Troy and Diane are also two other true freshmen on the defense that have made big impacts. What can you tell us about their progression this year and what you expect from them going forward? Well, I think Coach Guilford's done a great job with the corners and having um, you know, have, having Coach Lamb and Tuyaki there uh, to help them along the way. I think it's been really, really good for those guys and the prog their uh, progression as corners. Um, but. Uh, they also have great leadership. You, you look at uh, Micah Hanneman, that's played cornerback, and, and you look at um, Mike Shelton, a lot of guys that have a lot of experience. Uh, they've all bought in and teaching um, the, the guys as much as they know, and um, I mean, even competing with each other. But uh, when you have mentors and leaders on the field that are willing to help out the young guys and see them flourish, I think they, they take a lot of pride in, in raising these guys and, and uh, teaching them the right way. But uh, he, they have great coaches, and, and um, you know they're performing really well, and we can we can uh, get them in position to get more picks and get more touchdowns. Will be good. How does the play of the safeties like affect them? Make them more aggressive, knowing that they got two ball hawks in the back. Or? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Kai gives us a, a a lot of confidence. I mean, he's he's uh, he just uns he understands instinctively. He understands how it works on the defensive side, and him you know he and, and Micah do a great job at, at controlling the the. Um, the coverage, but um, a lot of that has to do with the whole defense altogether. The backers underneath coverage, and then the D line getting some pressure. So when we're able to all function effectively together, then usually the result ends up well for us. And we've done a great job so far this year of, of creating big plays and getting some big stops. And I, I start, I, I think they're starting to feel a lot more comfortable in the scheme. Um, talking about all 11 guys on the field, and, and uh, we'll just keep working through it, and, and hopefully we, we get better and better every week. What do you like most about what your defense did against Cincinnati, just giving up the three points on the initial drive? Yeah, controlling the run game. I, I think the first drive was a little bit hard, but we got out of it and, and forced the field goal. Even on that field goal, I think um, Micah Hanneman had a chance to block it. You know, So um, the guys played well. We just had to get out a couple third downs. and They settled down and played really effective defense, meaning um, assignment sound defense, and didn't make many, too many mistakes. And they tackled well. And I, I mentioned before, the D-line performed really, really well. And, and to have them control the run game is huge for us, and that's going to be a big thing for us in this defensive scheme moving forward from here.